0: Wake up, NEC Women's Basketball fans, and welcome back inside the home office. I'm Craig D'Amico, and this is NEC Women's Basketball on the Run. We are now two weeks into conference play and the road to the 2022 NEC Women's Basketball Championship is off and running. Every team has now taken the court in conference action this year, including on Saturday, when we had all 10 teams take the court on the same day for the first time all season. Now, coming up on today's show, we will take a closer look at the standings through two weeks. We'll share with you our top three stars of the weekend. We'll look at some amazing stats. We'll peek ahead to next week, including our first two, games on the NEC women's basketball TV schedule and we'll be joined by our first special guest of the season Wagner senior point guard Zanea Theibel but first let's get to the news here's our week two headlines. We start in North Andover, where on Thursday, the week got started with perhaps the conference game of the year so far. FDU outlasting Merrimack 76-65 to in double overtime. It was a battle between two NEC unbeaten teams and a game that featured three ties, seven lead ch- changes, and plenty of drama late. FDU trailed by as many as 14 points, including trailing by five going into the final minute. Celia Carbonell hit a three to get... FDU within two, and after a Diamond Christian missed three-point attempt for the Warriors, Madison Stanley made two clutch free throws with 16 seconds left to tie the game and send it into the bonus session. In the first overtime, Merrimack again opened up a five-point lead, but once again, FDU fought their way back, tying the game up on a Matty Salvagi layup with 11 seconds to go. And then finally, in the second overtime, FDU is able to pull away, earning the win, outscoring the Warriors 15-4. to Dahomey Forge led the way with 24 points, Madison Stanley recorded her second double-double this year, and Chloe Wilson chipped in a double-double as well. Now, Coach Ange, after the game, said that she was proud of her team's fight and perseverance, coming back from multiple deficits to earn the win. FDU, with the win, improved to 3-0 in league play for the first time since 1992-93, but little did Coach Ange know that that team's fight and perseverance he was talking about it would once again get tested eh, about 48 hours later in a matchup against Bryant where they only had six players available Bryant only had seven (laughs) dressed players available and we'll have more on that game coming up on the show elsewhere the Wagner Seahawks defeated Sacred Heart 52 to 38 at the Pitt Center on Saturday afternoon now we mentioned last week that last year they met in the conference opener and Wagner Went to the pit center and really got a statement win, a place where they were previously one and nineteen. And now one year later, the Seahawks returned to the pit center to play Sacred Heart. And once again, they made a statement. After trailing 25 to 21, the Seahawks held the Pioneers to just 13 second half points and five for 27 shooting from the field. Now, remember last week, we talked about sacred heart, number two scoring offense, 65 points per game, all that. Well, Saturday, they were held to 38 and their top two scores, Adrian Haygood, Sonia Smith. They may have gotten all their buckets last week, but uh, they didn't really get that much this week. Adrian Haygood, Sonia Smith combined one for nine, six points for the entire game. Now with this win, plus their win over Brian on Thursday. The Seahawks are now 4-0, equaling the start of Tara Gallagher's 1998-1999 team that won 13 games in conference. In other news this week, we saw the reigning champion, Mount St. Mary's, St. Francis, Brooklyn, and LIU all take the court in conference play for the first time. And the Terriers were the big winners, brushing off the rust after not playing since December the 20th and winning a pair of games on the road at SFU and at Mount St. Mary's. And also with that in mind, congrats to the newest member of the 1,000 Point Club. Remember last week we mentioned several players were within striking distance. Well, now you can cross Kalea Edwards' name off the within striking distance category as Edwards became the second Terrier this year to reach 1,000 points. She reached that mark during the Terriers game on Thursday against SFU. So now let's take a look at where they stand. Wagner sits all alone in the league's top spot, 4-0, the lone remaining NEC unbeaten. Sacred Heart and FDU are tied for second place at 3-1, and FDU plays both Sacred Heart and Wagner coming up this weekend so there could be a lot of moving and shaking in the top of the standings by the time we get together again next week now st francis brooklyn merrimack central connecticut and bryant all two up two down mount and sfu are both one and three and liu is like bono from u 2 they still haven't found what they're looking for time now for the three stars of the week the three stars from week two of nec play starting with number three Mason Kimball from the Merrimack Warriors. Now, despite an 0-2 week for the Warriors, Mason Kimball was a warrior, recording a double-double, 14 points, 11 rebounds in the double overtime game against FDU, and then she recorded 26 points in a loss to Central Connecticut. My number two star, we have to go with a Terrier. Neb Dmitrievich, she was running the show all weekend. Alyssa Fisher, she had a clutch steal and a free throw against Mount St. Mary's. We could even consider freshman Jayla Lee, who was in double figures in both games. But we'll go with Allie Lassen. Allie had an impressive weekend considering St. Francis Brooklyn's long layoff and considering the competition that the Terriers were playing. Lassen recorded 12.6 rebounds against SFU and then at a huge game, 19.6 rebounds as the Terriers took out the reigning champions. But the number one star of the week from the Bryant Bulldogs, it's Brooke Bajelko. Brooke said in the Saturday post game that she recently had a chat with her assistant coaches about how she needed to produce more and how she wasn't playing up to her capability. Well, she stepped up on Saturday in a big way to the tune of a career high 32 points, the most by a Bulldog since Courtney Schistler had 36 and Janiqua Bailey had 30 back in the 2014 season. And, of course, the Bulldogs needed that production. They were playing shorthanded in that game against FDU. The key was a 21-7 to second quarter run for the Bulldogs. Bajelko recording eight out of those 21 points. It was a critical quarter to help lead the Bulldogs to that big win. Brooke Bajelko, our top star, From week two and speaking of stars joining us right now here on NEC women's basketball on the run our very first special guest of the season she's a senior starting point guard for the 4-0 in conference Wagner Seahawks averaging about 10 and a half points five rebounds and number one in the NEC with just about five assists per game Zanea Thibel joining us here today Z thank you so much for joining us
1: of course thank you for having me
0: now, last year Wagner kind of surprised a lot of people by making a run to the title game. They were picked six in the preseason poll for some reason, but this year is a different story. You guys kind of had the the bullseye, of the target on your back, and here you are at four and zero oh anyway. So, what's been what's been behind this this hot start?
1: Um, like you said, we it uh, was kind of picked six last year, and um, we made it all the way to the championship. Of course, felt sure, but we have basically the same team coming back. New head coach, but he was in this, like, the Wagner career for a long time. So it's like we, we already knew what we had to do. We, we had something to prove, and now it, it's time to go.
0: You know, last week and even earlier in the show, we've been talking about this Wagner defense. Uh, it's been, you know, if, if good is here, it's been, like, above that. Uh, so impressive. What's been the mentality and the key that, that Coach Coburn has been preaching to you guys on the defensive end?
1: Um, coach is very, very strong-minded about defense winning games. So in practice, you know, we're always talking about defense, and the team kind of builds the culture that like defensively we have to be the best defensive team in order to win games.
0: And on the on the other side of the ball, though, you're you're, you're out there running the show, and it must be amazing. You're such a versatile offense, uh, so efficient, and, and so many different weapons that do so many different things. So what is it like for you to kind of run this offense?
1: Now, it's great. As you said, like, I have so many people around me and so many great players around me. It just instills me with confidence, and I do the same back with the team. So it, it makes us gel better.
0: Now, Wagner has some big games coming up this week. St. Francis, Brooklyn, and FDU, both games on the road. St. Francis, Brooklyn means a reunion with one of your former teammates, Kalea Edwards, and mm-hmm. FDU is a team that's only one game back of you right now in the standing. So what, what's the approach in practice this week? What's been uh, some of the talk as you guys get ready for this upcoming weekend?
1: Um, it's definitely taking one game at a time. So first we play St. Francis, Brooklyn. Um, we're focusing on that first. And, you know, we're, we're going to we're gonna keep the mindset of having Relentless Wagner basketball, and we're just going to keep pushing from there.
0: Now it's time for Get to Know. We're going to throw some five quick hitters at Z Theibel here to try and get to know her a little bit better. Z, the first thing that comes to mind, okay? Okay. All right, so what's your favorite song that you're listening to right now?
1: Um, my favorite song right now is called More Than a Trend by Roddy Ricch.
0: Okay, what's one thing that you cannot live without? Music. What's your pregame superstition?
1: Um, I wash my clothes the night before the game. <laughs> Uh, and before we gave, I had to wash my clothes the night before
0: now if, if we took a survey of your teammates what trait or adjective do you think they would use to describe you
1: <laughs> um I think they would probably say smile like I'm always smiling um I don't know I don't know but definitely I'm always smiling so I think that's one they that
0: would definitely smiling is pretty good that's not bad and and last but not least, we have Would You Rather. Would you rather take a vacation to a cozy winter cabin in front of a fireplace on a, a snowy mountain somewhere? Or would you rather take a vacation to a hot, sunny beach in a tropical island?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely going to a tropical island. I don't like the cold.
0: <laughs> That's not good right now because it's like two degrees outside as we record. Exactly,
1: exactly. It's freezing here.
0: Well, Z, we hope that you guys are heating it up on the hardwood coming up this weekend, 4-0 start. Uh, Good luck to you the rest of the season, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you later on.
1: Thank you.
0: Appreciate it. Have a go. Stats amazing. And this week's amazing stat is Jada DePauw from St. Francis U. The SFU senior recorded her 10th double-digit rebound game of the season and raised her season mark to 9.9 per game, which is top 40 in the nation. DePauw has recorded at least 10 rebounds in six of her last seven outings, helping her team either win or draw even in the battle of the boards rebound department in all four of their conference games so far and nine out of their 15 games overall. Jada DePa has been a monster on the boards and Jada DePa's rebounding numbers so far have been absolutely amazing. And now let's take a look at what's coming up on tap this weekend, including our first two NEC women's basketball TV games of the year. On Saturday, the Seahawks will cross the Verrazano and head to Brooklyn Heights to battle the St. Francis Brooklyn Terriers on Remsen Street. It's our first NEC women's basketball TV game, 7 p.m. tip, available on ESPN3, NEC Front Row, and SNY. It will be a homecoming of sorts for Kalea Edwards, who played the first four years of her career for the Seahawks from 2017-2018 until last year, scoring 914 of her 1,010 career points in a Wagner uniform, placing on the all-tournament team for the Seahawks a year ago. Edwards will face her former mates for the very first time. The Seahawks lead the all-time series 64-22, winning the last five straight, including a two-game sweep at the Spiro Sports Center a year ago. Then on Monday, the Terriers will once again be in the NEC TV spotlight, being featured on an MLK Day primetime special, taking on their borough rivals, the LIU Sharks. Now, this one won't be the Battle of Brooklyn. That'll come on February 11th on Remsen Street. But this will be a big battle of Brooklyn, where there will certainly be a ton at stake and a bunch to prove. Now, while the Sharks have lost the last five official battles. Last year, they won the unofficial battle, earning a season series split for the first time since 2018. Now, the Sharks look to get off the schneid in this rivalry game against the Terrier team that's coming off their 2-0 week. Now, the Terriers, they've landed the last two NEC rookies of the year, and they certainly have a strong candidate in the running trying to make it a hat trick this year. Jayla Lee is the latest weapon to be added to the Terrier arsenal. We mentioned her earlier. She's averaging 7.3 points per game. She's a three-time rookie of the week. But the Sharks do have some fresh faces that they're ready to inject into this rivalry as well. Emaya O'Brien is one of their top scorers. She comes off the bench. And Danielle Grimm has been a consistent presence in the Sharks' starting lineup. So a lot of fresh faces in this rivalry for the very first time. St. Francis, Brooklyn, and LIU will tip it off at 7 p.m. on Monday night on ESPN3, NEC Front Row, and SNY. Myself and former Siena head coach Allie Jax will be on the call. Other key games this weekend include Sacred Heart at FDU on Saturday. Those teams are currently tied for second in the NEC standings. And then Wagner taking on FDU in that big game on Monday. All games are on NEC Front Row. And I got to tell you, I just got a Roku TV for Christmas. Pop in the NEC Front Row app, and now I can watch NEC women's basketball on the television instead of the computer or the tablet. It's an incredible experience. I feel like I can now join the rest of the world in the 21st century. Also, remember, no games on Thursday this week. Women's basketball operating an old school Saturday-Monday schedule due to the MLK Day holiday on Monday. Well, fans, that'll just about do it for this week's edition of NEC Women's Basketball on the Run. Don't shake your head. Your story's read. It's time for bed. For bed, I said. I'm Craig D'Amico. Enjoy the games, and we will see you Monday night from Brooklyn on ESPN3, NEC Front Row, and SNY. And of course, as always, we'll see you right back here next week for more NEC Women's Basketball on the Run.